Hello and welcome to the hearing. I'm John. And from Chicago's north side, I am Scotto. And without any further ado, on to this week's album, which is from 1988, Truth and Soul by Fishbone. Fishbone is an American rock band formed in Los Angeles in 1979 and known for their unique blend of genres, which includes ska, punk, funk, metal, reggae, and soul, their goofy sense of humor, and the sharp social commentary in their lyrics. Truth and Soul is the band's second album, and it marks their earliest foray into hard rock and heavy metal. It was released on September 13, 1980, on Columbia Records, produced by David Kahn, and features Angelo Moore on vocals and saxophone, Chris Stout on vocals, keyboards, and trombone, Kendall Jones on vocals, electric guitar, and acoustic guitar, Walter A. Kibbe II on vocals and trumpet, John Norwood Fisher on vocals and bass, and Philip Fesch Fisher on drums, percussion, and vocals. Reminder, I don't edit any songs into our review for copyright reasons, but on our blog at johnscotta.com, you'll find links to Truth and Soul on Spotify and YouTube, so you can listen along if you'd like. Track one, Freddy's Dead. This is a Curtis Mayfield cover that originally appeared on the Superfly soundtrack. It sounds very much like the original, honestly. (laughs) They do get very close, a little heavier. I like that proggy off-time opening. Um, there's a great kind of heavy guitar tone, love the keyboard sound, some great harmonies. It's a bit of a wall of sound for my tastes. Um, the hard right pan lead guitar was way too chirpy, um, but I loved Angelo's voice in the softer parts. We yeah. don't hear him go soft very often. He's usually at the top of his lungs. And you don't want to stray too far from Curtis anyway. If no, no, of him. course. So yeah. I, I understand why they'd be so faithful to him. Hmm. Track two, Mon Pa. Love the chimey guitar tone, great groove. Love the call and response with the vocal and trumpets uh, and the chorus melody and those sound effects and the little short break in at the end. I'm trying to really get my head around this one. It's can't put my finger on what this sounds like. I mean, this is an original song. Yeah, it's pretty just, much straight up ska. Yeah, it feels like, like somebody, you know, they're, they're almost doing a cover or somebody rip them off so much because I keep reminding myself that this is really early in the game, you know? This is early in the game in terms of the big ska thing that happened in the 90s. Right. But well after the Untouchables and, you know, the the originators of ska. I'm trying to think of other bands, but, you know, those great British ska bands that that really got the ball rolling were a bit before this. It kind of feels like a, a lull between that underground scene that was in the early 80s mm-hmm. and the explosion that happened in the 90s. Right. They kind of kept things going, put yeah. their own twist on it, and influenced a ton of bands to come after them. Track three, Question of Life. Nice fanfare at the beginning, great groove, love the horn part. It's got some nice harmonies and an amazing vocal from Angelo. I mean, this one, I think, has so much going on in it for, yeah. when you're talking about combining styles mm-hmm. this one feels like they they took everything like 80s pop reggae metal yeah, jazz yeah. hip-hop <laughs> it's all in this yeah. one song track four pouring rain nicely guitar part good groove love the horn arrangements but it's just a little bit too of its time for me especially the reverb on the vocal and all the different things they're working in the, the a ballad works you know for both reggae and for metal Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I kind of like the horns, the, the, the very salsa kind yeah, of horns, yeah. more than reggae, so it's a little different. Maybe a little too much of the lounge singing going on, though. It's too close <laughs> to just, like, a slow jam. Yeah. Me. At least too close coming from Fishbone. Yeah. <laughs> Track five, Deep Inside. This was almost my favorite. Same here. Love how it just hits you, and, and it's this punk ska thing with key it's basically punk with keys and horns right and this great shouted vocal yeah soul metal or more punk than metal yeah soul punk. yeah it's like a or it's it's like a collab between bob marley and lemmy <laughs> yes yes <laughs> track six it's going to be a very short episode yeah mighty long way this is my pick for weakest it's strange. It's like, like a heavy Doobie Brothers song. It's very... It's It sounds like something that would be in a bad mainstream movie at this point in time. Honestly, though, this should have been the single. Because I, I think this would have done well as a single back well, then. It's very of its time. It, oh, yeah. It's got a great guitar tone, a uh, good vocal. But it's it sounds like some that inspirational song in a late 80s cheesy teen movie. This would have sold more than Curtis Mayfield cover. Uh, yeah. I, I think the Curtis Mayfield cover would have worked as a follow-up single, was not necessarily a lead. Yeah. Okay, because Mon Pa is the only one I really knew coming in. I, I think that that was the second single. Track eight, Bonin' in the Boneyard. Love the punk groove at the beginning. It's got a great bass tone. Love that tense organ part. The complex groove that it kind of settles in in the intro. I uh, love the horns, love the verse groove, um, some great harmonies in the pre-chorus, and the, it, a bass solo. I mean, a Norwood Fisher bass solo. Amazing. It, it's like this really funky Beatles song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they kind of get into a little psychedelic tinge to it. Yeah. But it is, uh, you know, I guess you could say it's more like the a Parliament funkadelic kind of uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. influence. Yeah. Nice to see the Chili Peppers are paying attention, though, huh? <laughs> hmm. When was Freaky Style? Not Freaky Style. Um, was Freaky Style their first one? You know, that's true. The, the Chili Peppers do go back a ways. And, they uh, go, they probably... I think they predate this slightly. Yeah? Because it's like these guys, Peppers, Faith No More, all around the same time. Faith No More, I def- definitely... I think... Yeah. So yeah, the the peppers probably did start before because I think both them and Faith No More were around the same time. Yeah. Before, I mean, they didn't get like a big record deal until um, later. They weren't really known until after Hill died when when Frusciante came in. Yeah. Knock Me Down was their first big one, but they started around late '80s. These guys, Peppers, Faith No More, all started in the late '80s and became super influential on the '90s. Right. But I like the James Brown influence on this one. Yeah. Track nine, One Day. Good guitar tone. like that little guitar melody in the beginning. Groove is very 80s. Um, this is where the album lets me down, when it sounds 80s. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they did this. They kind of flirted with mainstream here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me a lot of me need to do Living Color. <laughs> We've done a living car stained. Oh, you're right. I forgot we did stained. Yeah, that that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if there's a lot of versatility in their catalog, so I haven't suggested another one. Um, So, uh, yeah, Living Color, maybe some Primus, too, in this, of course. Living Color was actually around that same time. I think 86 was Vivid. Yeah, I can't remember if Vivid was out. I think it was a little after this. I know it was in high school. Maybe at the same time, 88. Okay. I, th- I thought 86. I know it was in high school, but anyway. Mm. Um, love the harmonies in this one. Of course, the spoken vocal. Always love that. The guitar solo, I thought, was a bit meandering, but it's got a nice sudden stop. Track 10, Subliminal Fascism. This is my favorite. Yeah, same here. Great groove. Love the keyboard sound. It's punk ska. Another great vocal from Angelo. And this I- spoken vocal is amazing. This is more of what I was expecting when yeah, we yeah. signed off for this. Mm-hmm. Um love the keys in the chorus the whole thing is just so zappa yeah yeah, very (laughs) track 11 slow bus moving this This is is the only one written by this is your pick for weakest the only one written by most of the band um i like the groove i like the spoken vocal love that kind of rawhide bass part and the vocal guitar call in response it's only two and a half minutes yet it feels like it goes on for a really long time it's uh yeah, they did this little country western kind of thing here, but mm. and you know, it felt like it should have been a minute. <laughs> you know, the joke was kind of like, okay, we get it, like uh-huh. uh, that. That's good. Let's knock this off. <laughs> Track thirteen, get a sound wave. It's got an interesting groove. Uh, I like how the horns are sort of noticeably behind the beat. Um, great harmonies. Love the bass tone. I I like this one a lot too. This could have been a pick for strongest if we're not talking punk songs mm. uh unfortunately timeless too you know yeah well, it just i like the whole melt away <laughs> as was slow bus moving if you pay attention to the lyrics it's basically saying we're not making progress fast enough yeah so it's all all evergreen and track 14 change an acoustic ballad from fishbone yeah i like it though oh I yeah think- um, I think they really, it's really kind of haunting, you know? Um, lo- nice to hear an acoustic, a uh, great guitar tone, nice mm-hmm. verse melody, some nice keyboard sounds. It was written by the guitar player and the keyboard player, and I think they're the only ones who play on it. It's, you know, a very wistful, soft ballad, someday we'll get ours kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me a lot of the song Pearl Jam ended Gigaton with, uh. where it's just the vocals and acoustic guitar kind of feel to it and just and that same feel of just <laughs> is this gonna get better kind of thing <laughs> i mean if you're gonna put a ballad that's the spot to put it yeah you know if you put it in the middle you definitely don't want to start with the ballad if you put it in the middle yeah it's a change of pace but you're gonna let people down you put it at the end nobody's gonna complain i like that you know it follows the traditional album structure that we always talk about mm. where ghetto sound wave is kind of the the climax yeah. and then this is the denouement mm. so do you recommend it it's probably not their best work like i uh there's nothing on here that's better than sunless saturday or party at ground zero well, party at ground zero was a single or possibly a right. b-side it's not on the first album we would have done the first album if it well was. right but I'd still recommend it because I think there's plenty, especially if you want to hear something from the 80s, that's not just the same old, yeah, yeah. same old. I skimmed through the reality of my surroundings. I don't know if I'd say it was significantly better. Um, I have to give it a proper listen. 
I'm on the fence. Love a lot of it. Really don't like a lot of it. So yeah, I don't know if I. But, so you know, I don't go either way on this one. I would say there's only a couple of songs I wasn't a big fan of, and I think we mentioned both in the mm-hmm. slow bus movement. Yeah. It, you know, it's also the track listing. There, there. I was, <laughs> I was worried that we never talked about this before going in. There's a couple of different track listings of this album. Oh, okay. If you notice, your your numbers don't really add up. <laughs> We did not do 14 songs. We only did 12. Because oh. there's a couple of songs like oh, yeah, the main I, swing. Right. I didn't change my numbers. Um, but I like to hide behind my glasses. Yeah. There's two tracks that aren't on Spotify. So, yeah, yeah I didn't change my numbers. Uh, apologies for that. That's <laughs> all right. I was worried that we had uh, listened to those and I didn't. No. Um, anyway, that's it for Truth and Soul. Until next time, we'll be reviewing Marquee Moon by Television as a tribute to the late, great Tom Verlaine, leading into Doolittle by the Pixies. Or, yeah. sorry, by Pixies. I recently found out it's not the Pixies, it's just Pixies. Oh. Um, we've been calling them the wrong thing for decades. 30 um, years. <laughs> but it, Television into Pixies is going to be brilliant. Until yeah. then, of course, always remember, never forget, wherever you go in life, there, there you are. You are.